0: Gundam style everybody and welcome back to Wow Cool Robot, a show about Gundam where we talking about Mobile Suit Gundam Double Zeta. I'm Max, I use he him pronouns and with me as always is Jake. Hey there, I'm Jake, I also use the he him pronouns. Now Jake, these episodes were pretty cool. Yeah, they, they were like, hey, sorry about Moon Moon. Sorry about Moon Moon, sorry that we had to make you watch two episodes of Complete Garbage. You ready for some cool stuff again? You ready for some cool stuff? You ready to like, I mean, the mm, it. Uh, okay, I, 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 <laughs> look, I'm glad, I'm glad that Moon Moon's over and it really yes. does, it really does truly feel that they said, yes, we're very sorry for Moon Moon. You're going to get like some kick-ass episodes. Gotta say, I, 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 how's, let's see. Before we get into it, Jake. Before we get into it. Do we have any Gunpla updates on the field? Um, so I have got that um that Version Ka Double Zeta that I was talking about last week. Mm-hmm. And so far I've built both of the core fighters, the torso and the head. Ho, ho, I'm ho, 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 ho. Feeling pretty happy with myself. I god. I'm sorry. I forgot to do a, 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 a Gunpla update. <laughs> Love that. Love I cannot I so 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 we're recording this on the 24th of January. This episode will be released on the 31st of January. And by that point, I will have moved into my new apartment and hopefully will have started on one of my many, many Gunpla. I think I might start with Ball. Just straight up I was hoping you would say that. Ball Verka. You really can't go wrong. I feel like it's just... I'm out of practice as in I haven't built a kit in like a month.
1: <laughs> so
0: Which is, feels like way longer than it is. Um... Gunpla update over, and now it's time for us to talk about the episodes. Because I'm ready, I'm all warmed up. I've been podcasting for two and a half hours already. And without further ado, Jake, let me tell you about Mobile Suit Gundam Double Zeta Episode 16: (laughs) Melee Aboard the Argama. I would love that. The Argama continues to chase down Axis and Lena, and its repairs have neared completion. Tensions are still high aboard the ship, however, as Judo tries to give a morale-boosting speech which only serves to set El off when he mentions that Bicha and Mondo are dirty, stinking traitors, starting a fight among the Shangri-La kids. Over in Glammy land, his soldiers capture a support vessel containing mobile who parts for the Argama. Goton decides to use this as an infiltration opportunity, taking along the remaining Endra soldiers with him. They fly over to the Argama and begin their attack, which goes about as well as you'd expect. Gotten and Emery are sucked out into space, and Judo fights the Baowu in the Double Zeta. Gotten and his crew escape because Judo refuses to fire on unarmed soldiers who are only in normal suits escaping the Argama. Bright and Emery share a romantic moment. Ugh. As the Argama continues its search. And that's it. And look, I gotta say, Jake, starting out, people are really, really hopped up over Melee aboard the Argama still. It's a pretty old game. It's like 20 years old. I, I much prefer Ultimate aboard the Argama. Yeah, you know, I uh, I really got into got into it with Brawl, so that's kind of where my nostalgia lan- lands me. But I, I'm down for some Ultimate. Yeah, I love. Yeah, that's the thing. I, I I played Brawl aboard the Argama quite a bit in high school, and I definitely remember at some point my ditch my ditch my disc got scratched, and I had to mail it to Nintendo, and oh, they really? sent me a fresh copy of Brawl aboard the Argama, and I was very happy about that. This episode's like it's good, it's fun, it's like another you know. Another like self contained its own sort of thing, right? Yeah. It's got some uh, it's got some interesting some interesting stuff. Like you like you mentioned with uh Elle and Judo having their little conflict. I liked that a lot. That was fun, yeah. So so how how's this one start out, Jake? So uh the Argama is back with the la rolls rolls. And, and um they said that the the enemy hasn't noticed us yet, so this could be our chance to attack them. And so Bright is trying to figure out uh, figure out the plan and like where the enemy's heading. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And Ella's like, well, obviously they're heading back to Axis to resupply. Duh, Obviously, bright. Bray, you stupid old man. She teases him, being a tired old man, and like she she says, he leaves. She says, it's tough being married with children, isn't it? It's like fucking bright. He leaves to go to his quarters to pout, and he's like just kind of gr- grumpy. He's so grumpy and grumbly, and, and he's getting changed, and of course, Emery walks in while he's getting changed, and it's embarrassed, She's like, oh, and she blushes and whips around to the side, and Bright's still talking to her the whole time. She's here to tell Bright that the repairs on the Argama are nearly done, they've been docking with and Rose for what feels like a billion years, but the Argama now has been fitted with brand new mega particle cannons that can destroy a battleship in a single shot. And they'll, they'll be done after five hours. Oh, five more hours of this. So she goes to leave and then Bright grabs her shoulder and he says, Emery, I appreciate you. God, God, this part sucks. I hate it so much because she's like, oh, was Bright coming on to me like I've always wanted? And uh, she tries to take off his shirt after almost confessing her love. He struggles very much to say that, oh, wait, I'm married. So, in the beginning of this scene, like, he's looking at his family, he's looking at a photo of Mirai and and Hathaway and Shaman, and, like, Emery comes in, and, you know, she, like, tackles him eventually, and he, like, very nearly kisses her, and then he sees the photo floating around, and I'm just like, I, I, I'm just tired of it, it's like, I guess I'd rather have this stupid conflict than whatever the hell went on in Moon Moon. But it's still just like, can we be done with this? And I think we are done with this after these episodes, which is good. Yeah, we only have one more episode left of this, I think. Whew. Yeah, it's just, it's whatever. Give me, show me something better, right? And switching to something better, uh, hey, Judo yeah. comes over the, the PA system and starts yelling to everybody to listen to him while they work. He kind of gives like a big teamwork speech. And he said, uh, "Since Axis has turned some of us traitors, the rest of us need to learn to work better together." It's true, and like, yeah, y- yeah. And, and, and and yeah, join together, no one can tear us apart like the Andra did. And like, as as he's talking, we do see uh, Kara, which is what I'm going to call her now. I'm going to do my best to call her Kara soon. Kara is in a jumper and an apron, washing clothes. It's very cool. I like to see this look for her. I like it, except for the uh, the nice little accessory that she has with a uh, toddler tied around, tied to her. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> like, <laughs> she, she she's being tied up, right? Because, you know, she's a prisoner here. And, f- first of all, wild that the two orphans, Shinta and Kum, are the only ones in charge of her. Yeah, <laughs> they put the literal babies in charge of the dangerous prisoner who and made her made her do chores you couldn't have anyone else in charge of her just you had to do with the kids couldn't have S- an adult not. with some training no 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 and and she's washing clothes and she says you know abusing prisoners is against the antarctic treaty she says it's the orphans and the orphans reply saying that prisoners are still allowed to be put to work these kids ain't right yeah i'm, I'm like how how do they who taught them how the treaty works I know! Like, who, who, taught them the, who taught them the the intricacies of the freaking treaty? It's exhausting! It's these poor kids. And, you know, we cut over L is hearing Judo talk about how Bicha and Mondo are traitors, and she's so mad at him. And she, like, you know, she runs up and, like, jumps to, the, like, the balcony where he's broadcasting this from in the docking bay, and, like, you know, she's arguing with him, she's fighting, and, and Judo's like, oh, you're gonna defend the people who are putting our lives in danger? Which I'm like, ah, Judo has a point here. And then, you know, tries to, like... Tell her to stop, and she's like, Doesn't it bother you that he's calling our friends traitors? And they're like, No, no, <laughs> no, they are in- traitors, yeah, they are. And Eno joins in, and you know, he's trying to stop L from freaking out. And like, Rue walks by and sees, and she's like, ha, 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 We're fucked. <laughs> she's just like, These kids should not be in charge, we're going to die because they cannot put their differences aside and Bright makes his way back to the bridge and he just tells the bridge to turn the pa system off since the whole fight's being broadcast he's like just just mute this i don't want to hear it <laughs> enough of this please <laughs> change the channel yeah change the channel please like my my my, my sports are on we cut over to glimmy land because i don't remember the name of his ship i don't know if we ever got to hear the name of his ship do you know the name of the ship um i have it somewhere in my notes it rhymes with the indra and that's why i could never remember it because it was too close Okay, well, for, until we get there, it's Glemmy land to me. Glemmy is, like, a lot more important. The, the Glemdra, that's what we're gonna call it. It's the Glemdra. No, I, I found it in my notes. It's the Mindra. They just the put the Mindra. They just put an M at the front of it. Okay, well, yeah, right? Glemmy's on the Mendra, and he's in charge of the whole thing, I guess? Like, you'd think that Gotten would be the one in charge, but... Because, you know, Mashmer was in charge, and he fucked off, and Kara was in charge, and she was captured. And you would guess it would go to Gotten, but I guess, since Glemmi is one of Haman's special chosen boys, he gets to be in charge, because Mashmer was the same sort of thing. He's talking, he's with Lena. Lena's playing piano in a room. He's talking about how he has to report to Haman for losing the, the for losing the Endra. And also, Lena has to learn how to play Bayer before they get to Axis. <laughs> he tells her, she, he says she must master it before they reach Axis. Whatever, and then he gets word that there's an identified craft nearby, so he sends some Gazas out to get it. And it's just uh, two 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 people hanging out in a in a transport ship. They couldn't be doing anything. It's probably fine. The Gaza like holds it in his hands and is like interrogating them, and uh, they they're talking to themselves, not like broadcasting to him. And they like are like, oh no, we're what if they know that we're headed for the Argama? Yeah. So so these people, one of the people, one of the girls looks like Airy from Metal Slug and the other is like some guy. Oh shit. Yeah, she sure does. Yeah, right. Um she has like freckles and a ponytail and glasses. Um their names are Millie and Medcher, And it took me a while to get that, but Millie's the girl and the guy is Madchar. It's spelled M A D C H A R, so Madchar, but it's it's pronounced Medcher from what they say in the show. <laughs> and they're fine, I guess, and you know, they get captured and then and, and they're taken in and Glemmy sends Gotten out to question them to make up for his loss at moon move. And they just claim that they're like civilian vendors and that they're They don't know nothing. Know, yeah, they don't know nothing. We're just civilians. We're just we're baby. And you know, they're like, we gotta interrogate the girl because the guy seems useless and he's not gonna tell us anything. Um one thing to note, just because it kinda like compounds things on <laughs> uh in further ups later episode, as he's like storming to go uh, interrogate them, like he storms through the halls and, like, runs past Mondo and Bicha and, like, makes them drop all their laundry that they just folded. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That kind of does play into things, doesn't it? Yeah. Just a little thing, but I thought I'd m- mention it. Yeah. Poor Mondo and Bicha. Um, and, like, we see them interrogating. They have a whip.
1: Like, yeah. one of those, like, sure like
0: thrilled whips. And, you know, the girl's saying nothing. The guy immediately is trying to spill the beans. He's like, it's, it's, it's for the Argama. Uh, um, it just looks like it's random mobile suit parts. We don't know what it is. We never told. Which is funny because like in the scene immediately before that as they're like heading down the elevator, they're like just um, just ignore the guy, he won't say anything, but interrogate the girl cause she'll spill everything. I know, yeah, that was weird. I guess I guess it's like the you know, what they'd expect versus how it is. Um e. and, and Gaunt decides that they're going to use this as cover to infiltrate the Argama because, you know, it's meant for there, they'll be able to get in. And the Endra Corps are here, which are just the leftover soldiers from the Endra. And I love this moment. This is so good. It was really touching. They just wanted to keep the name alive. And so, they're yeah, all the surviving members are calling themselves the Indra Corps. And Mashmer, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, Gotten, he says, if if Mashmer were here, he would say this, You are all true knights, the three musketeers of the Indra. And he's crying. Long live the Indra. It's such a good scene. I love it. It's so cute. They're just guys being dudes. And um, back on the bridge, Glimmy is informed that that ship has taken off. And so has the Bawu. And he is pissed because that is his mobile suit damn it. Ba yeah, he just takes it and he decides he's allowed to <laughs> yeah. and, and and we see the Ba's trick because the Bao what it can do what it can Ba-u is, do is yes mobile suit it looks cool but it splits in twain hamburger style. Now Jake, do you <laughs> know the names of the halves of the Bawo? I was unaware that they had different names no. Oh, Jake, the top half of the Baowu, which is the head and the torso and the arms, that's called the Baowu attacker. You know, they both transform into mobile armors. Jake, the bottom half of the Baowu, that's the pelvis area and the legs, that's called the Baowu nutter. (laughs) You can just call it that. They saw people writing mobile suit Gundam saw that in Star Wars episode four, nineteen seventy seven, George Lucas named the music that the Cantina band was playing Jizz Music, and they said we can do better than that. We can make the Bau oh making s- make the bottom half of the bao called Bau Nutter. It's nineteen eighty six. No one's gonna care. I'm fucking dying. You that's can amazing. just call it that. Uh but oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's perfect. Um Anyways. Anyways. <laughs> they, uh, they decided to, they're going to use the, uh, tr- the ship as a Trojan horse to capture the Argama. Like, we don't need the Mindra's help. We'll just go out and do it. Um, and back on the Argama, they see if the bridge sees a flare go off in the distance. And yeah. they're like, oh, this is our, uh, our parts ship telling us that they've arrived. It's our peeps. And yeah, you know, they're, they're, they're radioing them. They're acting all cool. But of course, uh, uh Gotten and his dudes are all stowed away inside. The Baobu like, attached to the underside of it. They're saying, yeah, this is just, like, some junk that we picked up on the way. Yeah, they're towing it. they're like, we found it abandoned! Yeah, it's fine, it's nothing, don't worry about it. And, and, like, you know, Judo is, like, getting ready to go out in the double zeta to investigate it, and, you know, like, what the fuck is the Bao doing? They don't know what's the but, like, what is that thing? And, of course, the girl is gonna be a hero, and she rams, I'm sorry, uh, Millie, I, this is before I realized her name was Millie, so I just wrote the girl. Yeah, Millie. Millie's a hero. She, like, rams the catapult, so the Baobu flies off and gets stuck on the side of the Argama. And at this point, soldiers are pouring out to attack. And we see one guy. They're running out with guns and everything. One guy takes this dinky, tiny little flag and plants it on the runway. But this, is, this flag is, like, a square foot, maybe. It is a tiny flag. It was re- real cute, though. I loved it. It's very cute. I love it a lot. It's 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 good stuff. Um, for some reason, Judo is in the uh, he's in the Zeta, uh, cockpit. Oh and, yeah. Uh, this guy, I at first I thought maybe they're just being lazy on the subtitles. Um, because I was like, why would he be in the Zeta? But no, he actually is. He actually is in the Zeta. Yeah, I forgot about that. I said double Zeta earlier, but no, it's just regular Zeta. And uh, a guy, one of the, one of the um, invaders, lands on the Zeta's cockpit. He like throws away his gun, and he's like, "Come on, I'll fight you fair and square. I'll fight you hand to hand, buddy." <laughs> and uh, so stupid. These guys are idiots. Yeah, they. You know what? This this mission could have been a success for them if they had a single brain cell between them. I truly love that though. It's such good flavor. That the, of course, the Endra soldiers are all complete beefcake bimbo- Dipshits and don't know anything. They're like, oh, yeah, I'm gonna take my helmet off. I'm gonna fight this little boy hand to hand. It's fine, I can use guns. To be fair, gotten does order them not to use guns. We'll take it without bloodshed, which is, again, good on gotten He's one of the better access people. Don't take that out of context, please. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, and then, like, Judo grabs a metal pipe, and the soldier's like, that's dishonorable. If you're gonna do it, I'm gonna grab metal pipe too. And this is like a lightsaber fight with big old metal pipes. I love it. It was pretty rad. He's cool. Um,. Back on the Lavian Rolls. La Emery, Emery finds out about the invasion and she orders the crew to uh, leave the Lavian Rolls and go assist the Argama. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, you know, she she ends up seeing Bright getting st- stuck up by Gotten, so she like attacks him and then she ends up getting held hostage. And at this point, you know, the alarm's being set, Kara's with the little orphans, but Kara feels Gotten's presence, so she like uses the broom to attack the orphans and escape. Except like I mentioned earlier, one of them's tied to her. Yeah, Shinta's tied to her. It's just like, I get, it makes sense, but she's an adult woman and they're kids. They can't overpower her. <laughs> As is easily shown here. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, also, I think this is like one of the first times we actually sort of get proof that Kara's a new type. Because she there's no way she would know that Gotten is attacking. But then she like just perks up and she's like, Gotten. So I believe, I'm still saying it, Kara's a new type. We'll see if I'm right. I'm definitely right, though. Almost certainly i think so uh let's see let's see let's see so yeah judo's, judo's still fighting a soldier in the zeta's cockpit they're all bumbling around l is in the mark II at this point trying to stop them it's a whole snafu isn't it and the guy almost gets into the zeta and then l moves the gets the mark II's gun and like points the whole ass gun like right in this guy's yeah! face and is like she's like hey don't think d- don't no it's uh oh, it, it it rules it's such a this is just a cute little thing. I love that It's like a fight scene, but it's not like high stakes. Cause you know, they're not going to win. This yeah. It's a fun time. Um, and so another guy tries to get into the Zeta, um, and Judo starts fighting him and move the, they start moving the Zeta and it falls onto the Mark II. Yeah. And so he says, Hey L just hold tightly onto the Zeta. And then that way neither, neither of our suits can get taken. Smart. Yeah. Hey, It works. Yeah, uh, takes her out of the fight, kind of, but like it does keep yeah. both of their suits from being taken. Yeah, and and one of the one of the um, core goes down to find the double Zeta, and we cut over Kara bumps into Gotten in the hallways, and she's like defending him with the broom, and he and and she's like, yeah, he, he, you're important to me, and Gotten's like, um, Mistress Shara, you really feel that way? It's cute. I like this. This is a yeah. good episode. I changed my mind. I like it a lot. Yeah, it's especially with what we watched last time. God. So, um Eno and the uh, orphans are behind gotten and they're they're like, OK, we're going to sneak up and take him down. Um, Eno has like a plunger like we're going to sneak up, take him down and we're going to free free Miss Emery. Yeah. And of course, as this happens, the soldier who is in the bow that was stuck to the Argama the entire time, he's like, well, I'm going to fire missiles and blow my way out. Yeah, he's like, I can't I can't get I can't get free, so I'm just gonna shoot my I'm gonna just shoot right here next to me with missiles. Surely it's- this will be fine. And he shoots it, and the missiles like, you know, fire, they wrap around the argama, and they blow a hole in the hallway, which immediately sucks Gotten and Emery out into space. Uh-oh. <laughs> Oopsie. Uh-oh. And Emery passes out, and Gotten grabs her. He gets in the bawoo, and he frees it. He like, you know, uses the verniers to, like, slide its way out and he transforms it. And he is about to shoot the bridge when Judo finally comes out in the double zeta and challenges him to a fight. And uh, I, I wrote down that like Eno grabs the uh, the orphans mm-hmm. and like he braces himself in like a side hallway and like holds on to them so they don't get sucked out. And I'm like, oh, that's just yeah, that's really that's nice, cute. When when Judo challenges uh, a gotten, he does say, "You don't get to have a party like this without paying for it." That's <laughs> such a cheesy one-liner action movie line. It's great. And uh, he immediately cuts the guy's shield in two, Hell and they yeah. fight They fight a while. They fight and, a tussle. And then uh, the Babu is like, well, hey, what if I just get the ship between us? And mm-hmm. So he, he hides behind the Argama, and they keep going like back and forth and up and down, so that, like each one's on the opposite side of the Argama. It is comedy to me, Jake. I love it. I thought it was kind of funny. They, it, it, it's like, you know, the, it's like when you're playing with a dog or something and they're on the other side of the table. And if you go left, they go to their left. So you're always like on opposite sides. It's just a cute little thing. Um, And then Judo realizes that like, hey, through the hangar, both of these doors are open. Yeah. If I can get him to the uh, where the other door is, I can just shoot through the ship and hit him. Hmm. Which I thought was uh. Wild. That's lateral thinking. Good job, Judo. Yeah. And eventually... You know, they go out, they have their beam saber face off. Judo ends up cutting one of the Bau's arms off, and he's about to shoot the kill when all of a sudden he sees the rest of the soldiers fleeing the Argama, and he, like, completely freezes. He can't do a damn thing. And everybody's yelling at him, like, shoot anyways. And he's like, but but they're just people in their normal suits. And Bright's like, shoot them anyways. It's a war. Judo has the right of it. You probably shouldn't shoot, like, unarmed fleeing soldiers. Just a thought. Yeah. Uh, you know, he, just my uh, two cents. He then sees Emery like floating towards him in space, and uses that as his reason not to fire. Uh, mm-hmm. He's like, "No, wait, 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 I, I gotta grab her instead of shoot them." Which is and funny uh, because because Gotten sends out Emery because he's like, "Oh, he's gonna shoot us if we don't have a shield. Let's send the girl out." So it works out both ways. Yeah. Um, and then Bright uh decides to throw on a normal suit and like go float off into space uh-huh. to see her. Uh. And um, and I wrote here in my notes. I, I really like this line. I was just like horny dum dum. Don't even have jetpack. Literally just yeah. floating. He just jumps. He doesn't have like a, a thruster or anything. And like they 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 grab each other and they're spinning and it's romantic. And he's married. And slow music starts playing. He's married. <laughs> And then Judo grabs them each in a separate hand and, like, separates them and says, like, no space for any time. Leave horn, room anytime. for the Holy Spirit, please. <laughs> we go back to the fridge, and mm-hmm. Brian's, like, sitting sideways in his chair. He's got his arms crossed his head, like, down. Like, huh. like he's, he's so grumpy. He's so grumpy. Like, oh, my God. That, I just, that cracked me up. Just it's cause good. It, it immediately hard cuts to him just sitting in his chair all, all grumpy and, like, a little yeah, kid. Yeah, right? Yeah, and the last thing is, you know, we get introduced to Millie and Mad Char finally, who are our friends, who are just going to hang out in the Argama now, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. whatever. Yeah. And, and Judo, Judo swears once again to rescue Lena. Oh, you gonna do it this time, for real. And, uh, yeah, this episode, I liked it. Good times. It was good. Twas good, and now, Jake, let's get into the real good stuff. All right. Let's hit it. Episode 17. <laughs> Retrieve the Core Top. The Argama leaves Lavian Rose fully repaired. Madchar says that they have orders to attack Axis all by themselves with the aid of the Mega Rider they brought, as well as the Argama's new Mega Particle Cannon. The Argama flies up to an abandoned colony, deciding to test this cannon, not knowing that Gotten and his crew are lying in wait. As the cannon charges, power to the Argama is cut, allowing Kara to make her escape with Shinta. This pr- prompts Gotten to attack, and a frantic fight breaks out. Despite Kara's best efforts, Judo is able to stop her from fleeing by combining the Double Zeta, but as Godin and his men flee, a dark purple Kubli appears, piloted by an unknown new type. The Gundam team is being ravaged by the Kubli's funnels, but are saved when the Argamas Cannon finally fires, driving off the Kubli and annihilating the abandoned colony. Seeing this, Judo is convinced Lena would die if it was fired on Axis, so he detaches his core from Double Zeta and flies to Axis alone to rescue Lena. Let's go, Q-Blade time! Woo! God. I got so This episode was good. Like, I was having a fun time, and then you see the Q-Blade, and I just started yelling and hooting and hollering and clapping like a train seal. Ugh. And I, uh, most of my knowledge of Double Zeta comes from the, uh, like, the old PS3 Dynasty Warrior Gundams games. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, I knew that this was coming, um, Mm -hmm. and... Um, I I kind of know who the pilot is a little bit from the brief tiny morsels of story that you get from those games. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. And when it finally when it showed up, I was just like, Oh, it's even cooler! It's than happening! I th- yes! Oh god! Oh, what a good robot! And you know what? I would argue that since the Cublet, this is technically the Cublet Mark Two, this will be on our tier list at the end of the season, so we can definitely rank this thing in you know double S tier where it belongs. Shadow Cublet. Oh, So, this one starts out, you know, the Argamas finally left Laviel's. Emery's gone. Good riddance. Time of your life. Goodbye forever. Bright misses her. <laughs> You're married, Bright. I hate you so much. Oh, I hate you, Bright. Judo and you know El are spying on him from, like, outside of his room and are making fun of him. And, the, and then the orphans and Kara show up and they also spy on him. They join in. <laughs> and, like, um... I don't know if you noticed this, but in this episode, the faces were really off model. This one. Yeah. Yeah. Especially Kara does not. I do not. I do not know who she is in this episode. No, that is not Kara soon. If it were not for her hair, I would not have known who this character was. Everything about her is wrong. Like it's sort of like, you know how Yu-Gi-Oh has like 16 different animators for every episode. So it's like he always looks different between episodes like this. I feel like this is the same thing. You know, maybe it's like a different team working on or a different studio, but like, yeah, I do not know these people. Yeah, they are. Whew. <sighs> Anyways, um, Bright walks out of his room and catches everybody spying on him. Mm-hmm. He's cute, and like, you know, Judo's like, "Oh, I'm here to, I'm here to give you a message from Medcha at the bay." And you go to the bay, and the like, "Yeah, you got orders to, uh, you got orders to attack Akash all by yourself. Bye. Have fun." He's. He's actually, he's hanging out in the Mark II, which is funny. Like, he's like... This guy sucks. I don't <laughs> like this guy one bit. Me neither. He's so presumptuous. He's kind of a douche. He's kind of a dickhead. Um, and, like, not to mention, you know, last episode, he was willing to totally sell at the Argama in, like, the drop of a hat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't care for this guy at all. He's like, he, he's, you know, he's like, it's fine. You can do this. You got the Mega Rider, which was the parts that they were carrying to them. Which essentially is a combination Mega Launcher and Shackles. And the Shackles is basically like the hoverboard that mobile suits use. So it's like a hoverboard with a gun on it. It's cool, I guess. And um, Yeah, they're the only ones who are supposed to go attack Axis. But he's like, with your new Mega Particle Cannons, the Mega Rider, the three Gundams, and the new types you got, you should be able to handle this. Oh, God. Probably not, though. I mean, historically, it doesn't end well. And then Millie is just like... Hey, you know, if you destroy Axis, you might blow up your sister, so (laughs) be careful. Yeah, and and like, this sets Judo off. Judo's like, we can't do that! And he kind of imagines it in like gruesome detail. I know, it's awful. I don't want to see it. It freaked me out. Elle like, kind of calms him down, and she's like, we'll save her before that happens. We'll rescue her as the Gundam team. They said it! And I was like, ooh, the Gundam team! I love that! She said it! She said the Gundam team! It's the thing from Gundam, which got me excited. Cause it's like, yeah, I really yeah, they got Mark II, they got Zeta, they got double Zeta. We love it. And um they so 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 yeah. They're they're, like, you know, rallying their judo's like, we're gonna rescue Lena as the Gundam team. And Millie's so moved by this, she's like floating to Judo, but she has her blowtorch on, like pointed at him. So he's like freaking out, (laughs) jumping away, diving between robots, and like he ends up landing on the Zeta's leg, and Eno's like, We just painted that, dude. And yeah, it's a funny handprint on the Zeta. And uh Then we cut to some totally wrecked, fucked up looking colony, just floating around in space, and uh, there's some mobile suits just chilling out in here. So I got very excited at first. First of all, I was like, "Is this Grips? It's not Grips because Grips was closed. It didn't have like the panels floating off of it, um, like the mirror panels where the sunlight goes in. Oh, that'd and then, be then you cool. see inside, see a bunch of Gazas." And you see a suit, a, a, a mobile suit called the Gazome. I thought this was a Bjarland at first because it has literally the same color scheme. It's black and gray, has a red mono camera inside a sort of, like, skull-looking head. It has, like, the yellow sort of, like, collar crest thing. It looks really similar to Bjarland in this shot. It's not, but I thought it was. But, no, it's the Gazome, which is fine. And I don't think they ever actually say the name until, like, the next episode. I don't even know if they say in the next episode in like the episode, like review where they talk about the last one. Oh yeah. 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 Um, but right now all of, uh, gotten soldiers are like crammed into the, um, into the new mobile suit, like a clown car kind of talking about their plans. Yeah. They're, 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 they're saying, you know, the argument path is going to lead it here. We are going to dive out and attack when it does. So, and yeah, I mean, that's a fucking plan, I guess. And, uh, back on the Arguma, they happen to po- across the colony, and, uh, Medchar says, like, hey, we could use that as target practice. That'd be fun. That'd be fun. Probably no one's hanging out inside. And Bright says, yes. Let's do that. Good idea, Medchar. You're finally making yourself damn useful. And, uh, then this scene just made me write Jesus Christ, because, Oh, uh, yeah. Hell yeah, dude. Kara corners Judo in the bathroom... And she's like, help me escape and I'll help you save your sister because I totally helped you last time. And she's like shoving her boobs in his face. Her titties and, uh, are straight up pressed to this 15 year old boy's face. And uh, he's like, no, 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 absolutely not. And uh, <clears throat> the kids eventually unlock the bathroom door and they they tackle her. And then she takes the rope that she's, you know, being used to t- be tied to one of the little kids and starts to choke Judo. Like, oh, say no to me, huh, motherfucker? Yeah, like, oh my god, uh, clam down. And of course, what happens now is the Argama is repairing to fire the mega particle cannon. They have to shut down like half the power to the ship. while well, they do that because it takes quite a bit of juice. So in doing this, Kara's able to, in the scramble, grab Shinta and dive out of the bathroom, making her great escape. She's like, I'll just make like Glimmy and do some kidnapping. I'm going to, Glimmy thinks, Glimmy thinks he's so cool for kidnapping a ten-year-old, I'm going to kidnap a five-year-old. Do you one better, Glimmy Toto. Back in Gotten's clown car, they uh, see the Yarguma approaching and wonder if it's going to actually do anything.
1: They, mm-hmm.
0: uh, ho- open the hatch so that they can start going back to their other mobile suits. And they forgot that they didn't, like, close the, close their helmets. So they mm-hmm. all have their helmets open and start to suffocate. Yeah, it, I, I just oh, I, I, Jesus I think, Christ, like, these guys are so dumb. They're so stupid. It's, it's really funny though. I love that because, like, you know, they're all cramped in there. It's like four guys in one cockpit. Um, well, that sounds woo. woo don't take that out of context either. My favorite old <laughs> internet video. <laughs> oh and gotten like it's so cramped in here it's hard to breathe and one of the guys is like you want know, open the cockpit get some fresh air and he's like yeah i'll do just that and then they all freak out and they close it and then they open it again they all leave and we cut back oh god i love this episode we cut back Elsie's sees judo and kun chasing after kara and judo's like yeah she took shit just going off and El's like that boobzilla <laughs> that boob- hello Zilla. boobzilla you can say that <laughs> apparently I don't think so absolutely just just tremendous writing all around we love it and uh is just getting real pumped for the canon he loves it i hate this guy so much he's so presumptuous he's like the kind of person who like you meet and you're friends with and they think that you've been friends for 100 years and they act so familiar it's like no we're not at that point yet dude calm down you're like i've known you for half an hour yeah you gotta just chill out my guy he's whatever i'm tired of him hope he dies Uh, Bright gets called about Kara and uh, about her having tried to escape. And Rue is like, yeah, well, this is why she should have been locked up. And I'm like, yeah, you're right. She's absolutely right. Yeah, probably. You shouldn't have put her in the... And and like, yeah, yeah, she's like, you know, the the argument is shorthanded. But like, you don't need to use a prisoner for labor like that. And she has a point. But of course, Kara ends up making it to the... Kara ends up making it to the docking bay. She has Shinta. She ends up getting in a core to escape. And she's, like, firing. You know, she blows up the door and flies out. And, like, Judo gets into the Zeta, but he gets another handprint on it. Yeah. Um. And then Medchar is just, like, he doesn't even give a shit. He's just bummed that the test has to wait. He just wants to see someone get big blown up, which is valid. I mean, it's an abandoned colony, so I guess it's fine blowing it up. You're not going to feel bad about it. And... Yeah, and, and Judo ends up getting in one of the cores. I think he, I think I said he gets in Zeta earlier. He gets his hand on Zeta, is what I meant to say. He gets in a core, he flies out, Eno flies out with Coom as well in another core. And now Gotten and the boys are mobilizing because they see the double Zeta parts flying out, they're like, Oh shit, oh fuck, we gotta go. And uh so Gotten yells at them not to be hasty, but they all scatter anyways. And uh Kara is like, I'm gonna fuck up the argument a little bit, just as like a little treat, just as a little revenge. It's, just, it's, it's, it's a fun thing for me to do. We love it. Um, uh, Shinta wakes up and starts choking out Kara with his legs, which is... Yeah, just... he puts her in a headlock with his legs. It's crazy. <laughs> Damn, dude. You're like five. You don't need to know how to do this. The Arguma spots the enemy mobile suits. Um, so they have L launch in the Mark II and Rue launches in the Zeta. and uh, Gundam team. And Majar is just horny for the cannon and is trying to he boss really everybody around. He wants to be in charge. He, he, like, wants a headset and everything. It's not plugged in, but he's, like, twirling it around. It's like, this guy. I know I like guys who suck, but not in this way. He's just, like, incompetent and, like, rude. And <laughs> that's so true. And uh, Gotten is like, we could we could just sink the argument right now, but unfortunately Kara's on board. And, yeah, uh, which is like, you know, nah, you've been tricked, Gotten. And we see Millie on one of the turrets and she ends up like, she hits gotten a little bit and she's having a great time. She loves to do a kill and a murder. Good for her, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Clam down girl. Um, and J- Judo and, Eno are both in the other uh, parts of the mobile or er, of the double Zeta. And yeah. his plan is to um get one of them on either like one in front of her and one behind her and basically force her to dock with them. Mm-hmm. And so that he'll be in control of the whole thing and he can just bring her back. Good plan. I mean, that's like what I would have done. And uh, yeah, like I I probably wouldn't have even thought of that, actually. <laughs> um, Judo successfully docks with her and Eno tries to also, but he's getting shot at so he can't. But uh, Kara is no longer in control since Judo has docked. Yeah, and, and, like, you know, is like, still firing on them everything. everything. Eno, like, blasts a ton of missiles to like, distract just so many. So many. And then, you know, they end up transforming. And now gotten's like, starting to fire on the Argama now. But, like, every single time he tries to, like, fire at it from a different angle, he's getting shot more and more. Like, we even see the Argama crew members have, like, strung up mobile suit weapons, but, like, cover them in a wire so that they can use them themselves <laughs> and, like, fire out of the docking bay. <laughs> that was so cool. It's like guerrilla warfare. Like, damn. And then, in the middle of all this fighting, my notes just say, oh, shit, is that a motherfucking goth-ass Kubelay? Yes! So, Judo sees, like, you know, Gotten and his crew are starting to leave, and Judo, like, fires at an asteroid, and it pops, because it's a dummy. And what if Kublai was goth? I love it so much. It is so, oh, my God. Like, I... It rules. It, it's just like you know. I expected. I, I figured. I figured I would see a Kublai because yeah. You know why? Why wouldn't I have seen a Kublai? It's a Gundam show, of course. But like, <laughs> like this is not. It's not Hamon's Kublai though. It's different. It is essentially. It's literally Kublai, but instead of white, it's a dark like a very dark plum purple, and like black and gray in some spots. Also, it is so. God, it's so sick. This is so. This is technically the Q-Blade Mark II, um, but it, it's. I don't know what the difference is. I don't. I think it might have more funnels in the butt. But again, it rules. Like at first, it doesn't really do anything. It's just kind of like hanging there, and they're like, "What is, what is that?" But then we, we look inside. And there's a new type in there. Certainly, it's some young girl. We don't know her deal yet. She's probably fine, normal, totally, totally, totally normal. Um, and then we get funnels. It releases the funnels and they start shooting at the mobile suits. And Bright is like starting to prepare the cannon. He's going to shoot it at the Kublai because he's seen what these motherfuckers can do. Yeah, because funnels. Like I love that we're like really starting to see more funnel stuff because funnels are freak. They're scary. You can't fight a funnel. Like a new type attacks you. You're done. That's it, my guy. Yeah. Um. So he orders the Gundam team to get out of the way. And they're trying, but just dang it, all these funnels—they're having a hard time with it. They shrimply can't. And eventually, they finally are able to move enough so that he fires—sorry, Bright fires the Argama cannon—and like you know, it, it like blasts by, and it like the Cubley like dodges out of the way, and it ends up like hitting the uh the colony, and the Cubley flies off. But like the like. Everybody like, that was really scary. Like, um, like they's not about the cube light, like, but about like the Argamas cannon. They're like, um, maybe we shouldn't have this kind of weapon. And Judo sees this happening, sees the colony getting like obliterated, and he's like, if we fire this on the Axis, Lena will die. I have to go by myself. And he like detaches his core from Double Zeta and like rockets off to Axis to save her. And uh, everybody tries to get him to come back, but they just can't match his speed. No, nope, not uh, like that. They're like they're like Judo, you can't do it on your own. And then the episode ends. Damn! It, like th- that's how you end an episode with a cubelet and a ma- weapon of mass destruction. <laughs> Hell yeah! Oh, <sighs> all right, all right, Jake. Shall we take it home with the third one? I'm ready to get right into it. I'm so excited. Oh, this one is great. Mobile suit Double Zeta, episode eighteen. Haman's black shadow. On Axis, Glemmi meets with Haman, and she tells him that she plans to visit Earth to take over the Federation government with the help of Psycho Gundam! Hello? As this happens, Judo makes it to the docking bay of Axis and sneaks off to find Lena. The purple Cubelace pilot, El... people, Elpie Pull, is how you say it. Her first name is Elpie, last name is Pull. I thought her name was Puru. Puru or Pull, it goes either way, um... But from what I can understand, most of I asked people on our subreddit, or fucking I ask people on our Discord. God, <laughs> an awful Freudian slip. I asked people on our Discord, and I, I feel like it's 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 either Pole or Puru. I'm gonna say Pole because that's fun. LP Pole. LP Pole feels Judo's presence and chases after him. At the same time, Beacha and Mondo grow fed up with the way they're treated on Axis and decide to leave, taking Lena with them. Judo and Pole meet up, and she agrees to take him to Lena. Lena breaks away, and Glemmi and runs into Beacha and Mondo, who see the Bawoo and hijack it judo and pull make it to the palace where judo sneaks off and runs into haman herself uh uh-oh sisters who feels his strong presence before haman can shoot him the Bauu shows up chasing gatan and his soldiers in the confusion judo steals a transport and drives back to the hangar getting out inside his core fighter before it's sucked out into space pull shows up in her cue and eno and millie come out of hiding to shoot at her judo combines into the double zeta and faces off against pull who just wants to play with judo he drives her off and heads back to Axis to finally rescue lena holy moly this one's good yeah, this one maybe is the best episode so far. I'd say I I could I could get behind that like the Oh, oh this one is such a good episode. I was gonna say before we start talking about the episode proper, um, I, I always watch the recaps of the last episode. And this yeah, one oh, is, yeah, yeah, yeah. This one is <laughs> wild. So yeah. he's talking about the events of the last episode and says, but since they didn't kill me, I guess I'm stronger now. I suppose it was another test God was giving me. Hello. Judo has become Catholic. (laughs) That like that just was so out of place that I immediately had to take a screenshot and send that to Max. And I was like, "Excuse me, hello, what's what's happening?" It is. Oh my god, it's such a wild, crazy thing out of context, but it's it's very, very silly, isn't it? Yes, I love it so much. It's good. It's good. Um. So yeah, this one starts out. We're on Axis. I love to see Axis. It's a cool looking mountain ball. Spaceship asteroid thing, and everyone's like, "Oh, access and weather is nice." And Glimmy's like, "Yeah, Lady Hamon likes the summer weather," which is, yeah, can't blame her. It's like how it's like how Colony One or Colony Ten or whatever the fuck it's like how Side One is set in springtime all the time because the people just like it that out And uh, <clears throat> Glimmy is talking to Hamon, and he's, got yeah, he's a- talking to Hamon. By the way, Haman's here. Hello, it's her. It's her. It's my mom. He's got a new outfit, too, and it is... Uh, He's looking a little fancy with it, don't he? It's nice. He's got the drip. Got a wee bit of drip, that guy. And uh, she's praising his exploits and says, Never mind losing the Indra. It's just an expensive lesson you had to learn. <laughs> Which is like, that's damn good. That's No, I like that because, like... I don't know. I like the idea that Haman's a good leader. Yeah. He's like, yeah, you fucked up, but, like, whatever. I know you're competent enough to, like, you know, move past it. I don't know. Not to hand to her, but, like, you know, I'll hand it to her this time. And she says that she's going to head to earth. Oh, also, by the way, her hair looks like shit. I don't know what happened to it. Um I guess so, it's because her hair is wet? Yeah, I was going to say it's like she just got out of the shower and hasn't had time to style it yet. Because we see her at the pool later, so I guess that's what it is. Oh yeah, that makes um, sense. But it sucks. Like this this is not my hamon karn. I don't care for it. But I guess off the deal. And for a little she bit. says for a little bit. She says she's going to head to earth. Because, you know, after all the Titans and the Aeug and all that nonsense, the, their government's very, very weakened. So she can just take over the Federation. And by the way, she has Psycho Gundam again. Yeah. Uh, what? <laughs> she can do So, okay. At first, I was like, hello? But then I realized, oh, yeah, no. When they killed, when when Camille killed Rosamia outside of the moon, like, she was in the Psycho Mark II. But, like, they never destroyed the Mark II. It's just floating there still. So I guess, certainly, Axis is like, hey, look at that. And they recovered it. And it's fine. Yeah. So they can just have a Psycho Gundam now. Sure. And uh, Glemmi's like, well, who's going to pilot it? Who can pilot it? And uh, she's like, oh, well, aren't you organizing a new type core? Which is weird because Glemmi's like, oh, that's just rumors. But it's weird that Haman said that to Glemmi because it's like, wouldn't Haman know more than literally anyone else? Right? Maybe she's, I don't know, maybe she's given him the idea to make a new type core. Or maybe it's all a big goof and I'm just being messed with. <laughs> but she's entrusting the Psycho Gundam to him. And she's like, well, I'm going to take you to Earth with me. Yeah. Which is like, I—Glevy lo- is a really important character, as it turns out. <laughs> turns out he's not just like the the new baby pilot for one he's, episode. He's uh, an yeah. important dude. He's important dude. We cut over next. We see Judo in, he, he, he does the same exact same trick that gotten pulled, where he put a dummy asteroid over his craft. So he's in the core in a dummy, and he like, you know, is like is like verniering it around um the docking bay of axis and he gets to the ceiling and he kind of like you know parks it there he heads out and he we, we cut over we cut over we see new type girl she splish blast taking a bath and then she likes like something's making my heart ache, but it feels so good what can it be and so she like kind of realizes it's judo that she failed because she felt it from the last battle and she is stoked she really likes him she's so happy I like Pull so far. She's she's a sweet kid. She's just a little cute kid. And so let's see. Yeah. She she's blah, blah, blah. she leaves the bath, she's running around the palace in her underwear, like tip tapping around, like hauling ass. She's holding her clothes, and like she runs by Lena and Glemmy, and Glemmy's like, LPO pull, no running, this is the palace. It's like, ah he's the one in charge now, I guess. And uh Um Lena is like Wow, people in the Axis people at Axis sure are lively. Yeah. He's like, absolutely <laughs> not. This is an exception. <laughs> you saw nothing. <laughs> <laughs> it's good. She's a bad example for you. Yeah. Speaking of bad examples, next we see Bicha and Mondo, they're carrying apples around. They're complaining like they're ants. Like you just being sent to like move shit around all the time, haul and cargo and fruit and apples specifically. And they're like, No, even ants have it better than us. <laughs> Yeah, wow, well, maybe you shouldn't have joined the bad guys. Who could possibly say? Yeah. Um, and they run into the endronites Knights and like one of them trips them and they beef it and they spill the apples everywhere. And like Beatrice throws an apple at the guy and he's like grabs it and like shines it on his wrist and like bites into it. And god makes fun of him. Yeah, God makes fun of him and beach is like calling him bastard, bastard, bastard. Like just hucking apples at him the whole time and he's like dodging them and taunting him sticking his tongue out. It's like, "Damn, get his ass. His rules." <laughs> and at one point he's just like he just grabs the apple and, like, starts eating it while he's dodging the other ones. Yeah, I love it. It's just, I I like to see Beach and Mondo get tormented. And then someone else yells at them for wasting food. Mm-hmm. But yeah, they're also wasting food. They're in space hard to grow these things, I guess. <laughs> and they're like, oh, man, I think life on X is really freaking stinks. We can't really return because we're bad guys. but But if we take Lena back, it'll be fine. Yeah, no one will be mad at us then. Certainly not. And next we cut over, we see Judo walking around. He's, you know, he's in the residential block. He's marveling at how nice it looks. And then we hear a little girl saying, big brother. And he turns around and looks around. And then Paul is just sitting there on the ground behind him. She's like, I came here looking for you. She's big brother, I guess. Which is like, okay. Uh, That's like, yeah, sure. I guess he's whatever. I'll, I'll fucking roll with it from now on. She's cute. She's tormenting him. It's just like. It's 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 a fun scene, you know. And he's like, "I'm sorry, um, I don't remember meeting you because she seems super familiar with him." Uh, but I have to leave, and I gotta go. And she's like, "No, stay with me." And then she like jumps on his back, and uh, Mondo and Beacha are on the back of a van. Um, and they're like, they kind of see him. They're like, "Oh, that guy kind of looked like Judo." Yeah, maybe possibly be Judo. And like the van turns, and they like fly off. And then land in like a giant apple crate that is being sold. And it's just like, Oh, okay. It's apples all again. And, um, judo decides to take pull to go get some ice cream for some reason, probably cause she won't for leave him alone. Reason. Probably. Um, and she makes him feed her. And uh, yeah, this one is a little bit, uh, I don't know about that. And then, uh, Lena drives is in a car with glimmy that drives past. And, uh, She's like, oh, shit, that's Judo. Yeah, it's like, I, I really do like this. It's like everything's kind of coming together. Like all the characters are meeting back up again. And, uh, and oh, you can go. I was going to say, as she drives by, she sees Judo. She's like, oh, can we stop to get like a dress or something? And they stop at a a, a, a clothing store. That Jake, it's called Ralph, Ralph Laren. Ralph Laren. <laughs> Ralph Laren. That's where I get all my clothes. It's, I don't know about you, Jake. I always like shopping at Ralph Laren. <laughs> and um so we cut back to judo and he's still trying Mm. to figure out how Paul knows him and then she tries to kiss him yeah this is the part i was like oh no but it's you know judo is like what no i'm your big brother i guess you can't do that and it it, it, it's you know i feel like it's look every time we get introduced to a new type they're completely fucked in the head i can't imagine that's important i'm almost certainly it is (laughs) but it's like you know You're not supposed to make. You're not supposed to think that she's normal. Yeah. So he says no, thank you, none of that, and like tries and is like, okay, I'm leaving now. Um, And she's like, oh, I think I might know where your little sister is. And so he immediately comes back. Yeah, and of course, you know, she's like, well, uh, you gotta finish this entire Sunday first. (laughs) And so he can't leave without finishing it. So he just eats it all in one gulp, and then he's like frozen. Uh uh oh, gets some on his face, and then she licks it off. Mm, Again, it's not like I don't. yeah, I don't think it's supposed to be a sexy thing. I think it's supposed to be like, oh, it's silly. I'm very wary of it. I Yeah, I understand. it's still uncomfy. Here's the thing. I understand why Paul's character was made. I understand that it was kind of like the proto-Lollycon character. And be, being absolutely clear, that's not the reason that we like Pole. We like Paul because she's a cute little girl. And, like, we're reclaiming her. And we will protect her because she's a fun character. And she's just like, you know, she's cool. I like her around. I don't want her to... Be what people writing the show wanted her to be, you know. I didn't know anything about that about her, and uh, <laughs> yeah, we were talking about that in Discord earlier. It, it's like it's very much she's a, the prototypical that kind of character archetype, like the young girl fawning over the main character. It's just we're reclaiming it. We denounce all of that bullshit. She's ours now, and we made her normal. We, we took her new type gland out of her brain.
1: <laughs> normal girl <laughs> now.
0: So let's see. We cut over. L- Lena and Glammy are at the dress shop at Ralph Lauren. And like Glemmi is looking at a dress and she, he's like, this would look good on Rue. I don't know her measurements, though. And um, while he's checking out that dress, Lena tries to run away, but trips on the dress that she's wearing and gets his attention. She yeah, runs away if, anyway. But Yeah, she runs away. She um, whatever. It's fine. Certainly he would have found out like 30 seconds later anyway. So it's, I don't know. Yeah. Um, and as she's like running out of there, we see Mondo and Bicha dragging this huge sack of apples they're forced to buy from the apple salesman. That greedy shop owner made us poor people buy something. It's like, damn, they almost have a point there. <laughs> um, they see they see Lena and she asks them for help, so they steal a car and <laughs> drive away with her in the back seat. Yeah, they, they're like, oh, we got to use this truck to transport these here apples. Bye. They zoom off, and of course, Glemmi commandeers another car to chase after them. And we cut over. We see Paul and Judo walking, and like pulls on Judo's shoulders, and. She like makes him eat another ice cream to continue the chase, and he just like eats it in one gulp and gets like frozen again. This is like, I don't know, they're, like all that ice cream can't be good for your tummy, judo. Please be careful, my boy. <laughs> and um, he, <laughs> um, she, the everybody kind of drives past them as they're walking, mm-hmm. and Paul points in like the opposite direction direction that the cars went. And she's like, oh, that there, she's that way. Yeah. Which, she's probably just bringing him to the palace, because that's where she saw them earlier. But it is kind of funny that everybody goes one way, and she points the opposite direction. I mean, it's funny, because they ended up at the palace later on. But, like, you know, I don't think it's clear of Orange. I think it's more like, pull just figures that Lena's at the palace. Yeah. So, you know. But, you know, they see the Chikarsis happen. And Judo, I, I love Judo's line here. He's like, wow, you guys have hot rodders here on Axis, too? Yeah. <laughs> I love that. No matter, no matter what you know, time period is. People are going to go fast. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And Bicha uh, driving the car, sees the baowoo that's on like, a way down on a truck, and he's like, I'm going to steal this mobile suit. And they do. They're able to. It's just open. They don't lock these things. A guy eating another bag of apples walks around the corner and sees them taking the mobile suit. <laughs> 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 I'm just like, there's so many apples in this freaking episode. So- I love it. It's Apple City, baby. And, of course, you know, they're they're in it at this point. Lena says that she's saw Judo, and, Beach and Mondo are like, oh damn, that was Judo that we saw. So now everyone knows that he's here, but like at this point, they can't do anything about it because Gotten and his crew are driving up, and you know they start firing Vulcans. No one knows how. How does nobody know how to close a mobile suit hatch? Because they are in the Bao. They can't close this damn thing. No one's ever been able to figure this out. It doesn't. It just doesn't. It just doesn't close. You have to have it open all the time. That's why you wear a normal suit. We know this, people. Come on, it's get cooler. it together. It's just cool Yeah, yeah, you're right. It's just cooler that way. Um, Glimmy pulls up, and uh, this guy, the guy's like, these, "Some crazy kids are stealing the mobile suit." And Glimmy like yells at Lena to come down at once, or he'll severely punish her. And we get a cute little um, scene with, or er, cute little line exchange with Beach, Mondo, and Lena. Beacha. Uh, is like a severe punishment. Mondo's like, heh, rich people are so cute." And Lena's yeah! like, and "Lena's like, who would come down?" And then they just start like they stomp the car that gotten or the in and like walk off. It rules. And they're like, "Don't follow us, and we'll let you live." And they they then try to close. They then try to close the hatch, and Mondo realizes that uh, oh, there isn't a hatch to close, <laughs> so we can't take this out into space. Nope. But they're just walking. They're being chased by Gotten and the guys. And and then we cut over. Because you know, Pull takes Judo into the palace. And we see Hamon in a swimsuit hanging out by the pool sunning herself. Or no, she's not by the pool. I think she's just like. She's on her balcony. She's just like on her balcony. Yeah, she's in her swimsuit sunning herself. Cool looking swimsuit. She's wearing ladder shades, Jake. Yeah, Haman man. Karn is wearing dark gray ladder shades. Oh, my God. What a fucking trendsetter. Fashion forward, I have made an emoji in my Discord calling it swag, and it's just Hamon Karn. Oh, hell yeah. In in, in in the ladder shades with her wet hair. It rules. I love to see it every time. I just typed it again just so I can see it. <laughs> God, Hamon's so cool. But she's like, sharp? Because she feels new type. But no, it's not Char. It's different. But she's still like something going on here. I don't like it. And uh, Paul is like, "Hmm, Judo, I can't feel her anymore. Maybe if I go take a bath, I can sense her." Yeah. And Judo looks away. She's like, "No, I'll take a shower instead." And while she's in the shower, Judo like fucks off to find Lena because he's just, the dude. Do some espionage. Some he... Axis soldiers see him immediately. He sk- <laughs> Immediately, yeah, yeah, I love it. He, like, walks out and they're like, hey, who who are you? Where's your identification? State your ID number. And he runs off. He, like, goes to a window and escapes and, like, falls off. And turns out the room or the window was immediately over Haman's balcony. Because he lands and it's on roses. And he, like, you know, hurts his butt. And he's holding his butt because it hurts. And then Haman's right there holding a gun to him. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, there's a real cool new type moment that they have where they're, like, both surrounded by these colored flames. It rules she realizes that he's who she got that feeling from earlier. She's like, who do you belong to boy? Who do you belong to? It's like, Oh, I don't know. I just got lost. I'm baby. And she like vi- new type vibes out this horrific, like five eyed demon man monster. I don't know what that was. I think she's <laughs> yeah, trying fuck? to scare him. What was that? How did she do that? Hamon? Tell me how God uh, she does it. And if you know, she ends up, you know, she's going to shoot him. She's like, if you don't tell me, who you are, I'm going to fucking kill you kid of course, Bicha and Mondo and Lena are in the Baowu at as of now, stomping towards the palace, being chased by Gatton. And uh, uh, Bicha jumps up to fly so that he can, like, land and stomp on Gotten. And then, uh-oh, mm. the control stick broke off, and now he can't land. Yeah, and, like, they just f- straight-up crash land. The kids are fine, but, like, they crash the Baowu. And in that scramble, Judo runs off, and, like, as he does, he's like, I'm from the Argama! And Mondo's like, I knew it. I guess... Shara's rancid vibes are stuck on the Argama now and it got on Judo. <laughs> they order him to stop and he's like, uh, no way, dude. Bye. No way. See ya. And, and he, yeah. run- he runs past the crashed mobile suit not knowing who's in it. And, yeah, that's uh, a cute thing. He hops on a vehicle and drives away. He drives away. There, You know, Lena, uh, Beachamondo are all passed out and as he drives, he drives back to like the hangar and he sees the axe he's like, oh, Lena must be in the ship. And he like tries to find his core fighter and he's like, he sees an access like mechanic walk by and he's like hey we're all the dummies and he's like oh we're going to flush them out into space and judo's like oh sisters and freaks out and like dives and goes to the airlock and like you know is able to get in the core fighter in the astro force is so like yeeted it out into space cuz he's not in normal suit right now it's not good <laughs> yeah but yeah he just happens to get into the core fighter right in time and is flying around out in space and the black cube leaf floats up next to him and is like where yes. are you where are you going judo it's so freaky seeing a QBLA as, like, not an enemy unit, not a friendly unit, but, like, it's weird that it's just flying next to them and not really doing anything. It's spooky, you know? Yeah, and uh, she's like, why'd you come out here, Judo? Your sister was in the palace garden, Judo. And he realizes and, it's pull. Uh, oh, yeah, and, like, she just wants to play with me in the space I've created. Play with me. <laughs> Never mind your sister. Just play. Play with me and you know and Millie are hiding inside an asteroid right now and they all pop out they start shooting cause like you know she's trying to grab Judo in the core fighter and and, and you know she wants him to go out and play with her out in space but he doesn't, he doesn't have a normal suit and she's like I don't have my normal suit either we're even now and they fire on her and that like you know st- sends her into anger mode and she's like starts to get her funnels out it's scary and um Judo yells at her to stop and she's like I hate it when people get mad I just want to play with Judo yeah, I'm starting to realize that Elpul Pull might not be, you know, something might be up with this girl. Yeah, I uh, <laughs> I wrote right after that line. I wrote, "Oh man, I'm I'm gonna have some feels for this kid, huh? Some real fucked up stuff's gonna happen, huh?" Yeah, absolutely. She goes super new type, and Eno gets goes, hit. Yeah, super new type, freaking out. Funnels are everywhere. Eventually, Judo's able to combine the double Zeta, and like he new type DMs her, saying, "A girl like her shouldn't be killing people. You shouldn't be a pilot." And she's, like, mad at Judo and starts to cry and, like, flies off to find Glemmy. And um, she just keeps talking about how she just wanted to play. And he destroys a bunch of the funnels. And she calls him mean because he won't play with her. And he's like, I won't play with you while you're in that mobile suit. She yeah, goes, like. she Then she says, you're mean and I hate you. And she leaves. Has a point. And I was like, aw. oh, so sad. She's flying off to get Glemmy because she just wants to, you know, she wants someone to play with her. And then Juno's like, all right, I gotta fucking get my sister. I'm flying back in. And he does it, and the last shot is, like, Haman's smirking face, like, overlaid over the entirety of Axis as he, like, goes back into the belly of the beast. And that's Gundam. That's Gundam. What a wild-ass time this week. Oh, my gosh. It was kind of crazy. So, let's see. Hold on. Jake, today, our segment after the episode, we're going to do Beyond Tune World. Woo! You're going to love this. Trust me. BEYOND TOO MONDO! I got... Oh, Jake, I got a big old one today. I tell you what. So, today, Jake, we are talking about Mondo's voice actor. Ooh, baby. We are talking about Kozo Shioya. Shioya. Kozo Shioya. That's how you say it. Kozo Shioya, born August 18th, 1955. Japanese voice actor, narrator, actor from Kagoshima Prefecture in Japan. He's still active. He's been active since 1966. I guess he started oh, wow. when he was 11 years old, which is kind of crazy. Wowzers. Holy Apparently crap. he also has a younger brother who's an actor and a voice actor and everything. Nice. Who's also been in like a decent amount of stuff, including Gundam and some JoJo stuff too, which is kind of cool. So it's like talented family. Hell yeah. So let me, let me hit you, Jake. We got quite a bit. This guy's been in. So as with like a lot of these Gundam characters, they were in like, you know, they were all several roles from a lot of 80 shows, Armored Trooper, Vodoms. Uh, Dan Kuga, Super Beast Machine God, Blue Comet, stuff like that. You know, several, several roles. Uh, in Zeta Gundam, he was Saigusa, the guy who fucking Yazan kills. Oh, shit. They had to make room for him to have a new character. Yeah. And he was also Roberto, which is one of like the two, one of, one of Quattro's two like main lieutenants that he flew out with, like Roberto and Apolli who both beefed it, unfortunately. Very sad. Oh, man. In Thomas and Friends 1984 TV show. <laughs> he was Duck. I don't remember that one, but I believe it. Huh. I used to watch Thomas when I was a kid. I don't remember a damn thing of it. In The Muppets Take Manhattan, he was Gonzo. Interesting. I love, I love Gonzo. Yeah. In Double Zeta, of course, he was Mondo and Saigusa for the fucking one episode he was in. Very, very sad. Was Bullf- He was Bullhorn in Transformers Super God Master Force 1988 TV show. Excuse me? Super trans wait S- super god S- master force? Don't know what the hell that is, but he was bullhorn, which is certainly a transformer. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. In Legends of the Galactic Heroes, he was Fyodor Patorichev. he was Fyodor Patorichev. We'll know who that is, but we'll find out one day. Maybe, whenever I watch that damn show. Here's a big one, Jake! Dragon Ball. Ooh. He was boo! Oh, shit. He's Boo and Majin Boo, Super Boo, Kid Boo, all those damn boos. And he was also Goldo, the one of the little Ginyu Force dudes. He got the four eyes who so can freeze time. Oh, snap. I love that guy. Yeah. oh like, little Goldo. He's a little nasty man. It was Borgos in the Bardock movie. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I'm looking through, looking through, looking through. Again, he reprises roles Gonzo in Muppets Tonight. He was in all the Slayer series. He, he was Qian Po in Mulan, which is, like, the one of the three sort of, like, soldiers Mulan befriends the big, tall, quiet guy. He, in One Piece, of course, everyone's been in fucking One Piece. He's Genzo <laughs> and Papagu, that nasty little Rastafarian starfish man. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. Let me hit you with this, Jake. Metal Gear Solid 2, Sons of Liberty, he was Fat Man. Oh, he was shit. The, 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 the roller skating trench coat dude that you gotta fight. <laughs>
1: Very, very scary.
0: Very disrespectful. Oh, and of God. course, you know, re- reprising his roles as as Boo and, and as Mondo in the Dragon Ball games and the Super Robot games, of course. Metal Gear Solid 3 Snake Year. He was Nikita Khrushchev. <laughs> Absolutely crazy to me. Again, he voiced Poe in the Kingdom Hearts. He voiced Poe in Kingdom Hearts 2. Why wouldn't he have, you know, a lot of Dragon Ball stuff in the future? In the 2010 Alice in Wonderland movie, he voiced the White Rabbit. Oh, snap. Do you remember that movie? Yeah. That was a weird movie. It's a very weird movie. He was Taizo Kitagata in Yakuza 5. In Penguins of Madagascar 2014 movie, he was King Julian. (laughs) He likes to move it, move it. Like to move it, move it. God. That's pretty much like all of the more present stuff he was in. And then live action, he's dubbed over a couple Oliver Platt roles. And he's a, a lot of like the stuff he dubs over is like, you know, smaller roles. Oh, shit. Just kidding. Um, um, he's the Japanese voice of Paul Blart. Oh, oh, yes. Oh, delightful. Oh, my God. Oh, he's yes. Paul Blart. Oh, wonderful. I love it. Oh, what Mondo a hero. Akage is Paul Blart confirmed. Wow. Wow. Thank you, Kozo Shioya. That's a big one. Oh, my God. Incredible. What a world we live in where that's true. He was also Rotor Walrus in Sonic AM, Whatever that is. Rotor the Walrus? Oh, man. Damn. What a... I can't believe it. I was like, wow, there really isn't a whole lot left. Just kidding. He's Kevin (laughs) James. Well, thank you for your service. I'm also saluting so hard right now. Just... Now my podcast energy is well and truly spent because this is like... I've been recording since 1.30 p.m. and it is 5.30 p.m. <laughs> oh, jeez. Oh, I'm in hell. Okay, Jake, before I pass out, we got, let's wrap this baby up. <laughs> where can we find you on the internet, Jake? You can find me on the twitters.com at Mr. Jakey Poo. You can also find me on a podcast, Most Foul, where my wife and I are reading through the Artemis Foul books. Uh, her for the first time, me revisiting them. And before this episode is out, we should have a new episode up about The Seventh Dwarf, and it, <clears throat> which is a short story taking place between the first two books. And then uh, you can also find me on Hearts Against Balance, a Kingdom Hearts-inspired actual play podcast. Hell yes. Podcasting, baby! Where can we find you, Max? I am on Twitter.com slash MaxiBajillion, Instagram as well for that handle... Got some other podcasts. You can go to Pod Agreed Cast on Twitter, find my Yu Gi Oh show, which is called Pod Agreed, obviously. You can go to Slappers Only Pod on Twitter to find my video game music show. And of course, Wild cool Robot is what this is. This is also, oh my God, I just like completely lost my train of thought. We're on NoiseSpace.xyz, it is a podcast network. You can check this and my other shows and many, many more shows out there. Hit it up, NoiseSpace.xyz. This show is Wild cool Robot. Twitter.com slash podcast. We have a Discord. Uh, Discord link is in the episode descriptions as well as in our Twitter bio. So come hang out. Be cool. We just talk about Gunpla a lot and the stupid emojis I make like the haman Karn swag emoji. It's <laughs> a fun time. Join us next week where we talk about more Gundam. We got one more piece of business to attend to, don't we, Jake? Uh, we sure do. All right, Max. Who is your robot of the week? My robot of the week jake is i'm thinking about it because i would never actually remember to think of one but it's more fun if i don't think of it and scan my room and stall for time while i'm looking to see what i could potentially use as my robot of the week my robot of the week jake wow i'm really coming up fucking empty aren't i my robot of the week is three four three guilty spark from halo Okay. Okay. That I guy can sucks. See that. I hate him. I'm he- only. I'm only. I'm only bringing him up so I can call him out. I don't like that guy at all. But it really is the first thing I could think of because I'm well and truly spent. He's a real stinker. He's a real stinker, and he should should have been killed earlier. I don't even. Is he even dead? I think you kill him like twice in the story. It's been so long since I played Halo. I have not played a Halo since the third one. So I could uh, not you're answer. probably better off, honestly. <laughs> Well, go to hell, three, four, three, guilty, spark. Uh, I liked when I got to cheat with a Spartan laser. It rolled. Woo! Woo! And, Jake, as we always say, in the words of Haman Karn, because she's here now, we missed her. War is bad. Wow, cool robot. Oh, yeah. Thank you. Good night, Peach.